Now, we continue with Mile High Magazine. Here's your host, Adam Morgan. The new Rocky Mountain Regional VA Medical Center is celebrating its first Veterans Day. Already used by thousands of veterans since its opening in August, the facility's 1.2 million square feet of space and 12 buildings on 31 acres offers a wealth of services from both diagnostic and treatment facilities to support for homeless veterans, caregivers, and women veterans. Greetings again. I'm Adam Morgan. The new anchor and centerpiece of the VA Eastern Colorado Healthcare Center that encompasses clinics from Lamar and Salida to the Wyoming border, the facility is set up to bring innovative, leading-edge health care to veterans throughout the region. Sharing insight with us to the services available on this leading-edge campus are Center Director Ms. Sally Hanfelder and Public Affairs Officer Brandy Morrison. We begin with Director Hanfelder. We've had a great response. Um, I don't know if our numbers, unique numbers, have increased, but uh, so far we've been in a little over 90 days, and we've seen over 70,000 outpatient visits, Yeah, done over 970 surgeries. So we're we're ramping up, and we're ramping up fast. 970 surgeries. And how many people? You said 60,000? 70,000 outpatient I'm short, visits. I've shortchanged you. I'm sorry. <laughs> 70,000. Right. Now, that probably exceeds uh, what you were doing doing at Claremont. I don't know that it exceeds it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, it's spread it out some. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And we are hopeful that uh, veterans are getting the word that there is a new hospital uh, and that they will come. Well, I think I was reading that if they have to do some overnights, that you have facilities where families can stay with them if they're having a surgery or something. We do. All of the rooms, the majority of the rooms are private. And they've been built in. Uh, we've actually put furniture in there that folds out to a bed. Yeah. Uh, so we know that the family is very important in recovery. And they, they have that ability. We have some rooms that are uh, for medical purposes are double rooms. And it's for peer-to-peer support, uh, spinal cord injury, some of our mental health rooms. Did you say peer-to-peer support? Peer-to-peer, another veteran can, uh, can come in and help support them? Yes, sir. Uh, with mental health, it's important for some of our new patients uh, that don't want to be alone, that they have that buddy in the in the room with them. And when we open our spinal cord injury unit, the same thing applies. Uh, brand new spinal cord injuries need to have that fellow buddy with them to help them along. A lot of people don't know that. They think that it, whatever injury you have, that you would start to recover from it. Yeah, your family needs to be around, but there's something special, something particular about spinal cord then that um, that you that having another person there who maybe have shared the same experience or close to it uh, can make that re- re- recovery better then. That's going to help them. Yeah. Um, and we're, we're excited. Spinal cord injury is opening uh, in the spring. Uh, we haven't set a date yet, but yeah. it's a state-of-the-art facility. Uh, fabulous medical staff coming on board right now. So we're we're excited about that. We're uh, looking forward to the, another ribbon cutting. Another, So another ribbon cutting, that means there's another building you're building for it then. It's already in, within the buildings building? we, okay. we've done. It's just the area. But I mean, you have so many buildings out it's there. It's the whole area. So <laughs> it's, um, we're, we're, excited, uh, we're excited to show that off in the spring <laughs> and to actually start bringing our patients back from the other spinal cord injury units that they have to go to now. 
Brandy, a veteran, deciding he wants to come there. I guess he has to call in, and then you direct him to which facility is going to be best for him, maybe the one on Claremont or the, or the new one out at Fitzsimmons. How does that work? So veterans get a choice as to where they want to receive their primary care. Uh-huh. We do encourage them to go to the closest facility to their house, but sometimes veterans do elect to choose the tertiary campus where a lot of the specialty care also is. Okay, tertiary, that's a third campus somewhere. That's the the hub, the home campus. So the main hospital in this case is our tertiary campus. Okay, so the main hospital now is Fitzsimmons. Is the Rocky Mountain Regional VA Medical Center. But when they call in, they can pick which one they have to go, but you, you don't, everything hasn't moved over yet from Claremont. So if they pick one, one of those things, if they have one of those needs at Claremont, then the uh, I guess the, uh, the the CSR, the customer service person that's answering the phone, can tell them, no, you need to go here instead of there, right? Yeah, so at Claremont, we still, at the Denver VA Medical Center, we still have seven primary aligned care teams. So patients can still receive their primary care at Claremont, um, but for any specialty care, they would still be referred to the Rocky Mountain Regional Hospital. Ah, that's how it works. Now, when they arrived there, I know we were um, – I was – told that there was not an issue about parking, but trying to figure out you got to get on the parking lot. And a friend of mine said, no, no, you got to get a parking pass before you go. And I said, no, wait a minute, you got to go in and check in for care and you got to get a parking pass first. Can you straighten that out for me? So the VA police have a form that we ask veterans to complete to register their vehicle. It's basic vehicle registration information, type of vehicle, the color, your license plate. Now, when, you, you do that when you pull into the parking lot then? You park your car and then you go into the facility and go to the police the police desk and uh-huh. they can give you the form. Once you've registered it, they give you a sticker, um, which you would put on a window in your vehicle. And it just shows, it, it helps us ensure that we have the right people parking in the spaces that we have available for our patients and our staff. Can they go check in if they got to go see somebody? Because my side is hurting me. Do, I may not have time to go in there and do that. I want to go and, 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 and check in at the front desk so I can, I can see somebody. So can they still park and go in and do that later? Yeah, it's not going to prohibit anybody from getting care. Okay. So okay. they can do that later, but we do encourage them to do it. All right. All right. All right. We got that straightened out. You got six big buildings out there, all of them in operation or some of them for future expansion. No, we have um, 12 buildings. Some of that is used space and other space is for for expansion. No, that is all space is all used. Really? Um, It is. We had about 10,000 square feet left over and that is being... uh, put in as a warehouse for all of our medical supplies right yeah. now. So uh, we have expansion capability, uh, very limited, but some for future expansion. Uh, we've got north of the campus, there is a area that is set aside for the a community living center that did not get, they got taken out of the project. Uh, also a Fisher House, which we hope to break ground on in February. Okay, a Fisher House, what is that? The Fisher uh, family um, donates homes so that we sure. can the families that come with uh, our veterans uh-huh. can stay there. Rent, oh, okay. yeah, without yeah. paying. Yeah. Uh, we have there's one on Fitzsimmons right now from when it was an army base. Uh, that uh, the Marcus Institute's going to be taking that over. But what we tell people is it's a Ronald McDonald house without Ronald for <laughs> veterans. <laughs> 
Sometimes that's the easiest way to say it. Yeah, yeah, that is the easiest way to say it. You're but right about that. But it is a that. fabulous facility. We're, we're excited about groundbreaking for that. It'll be 16 suites, um, and it gives our, our families the ability, especially if they come from a long distance, mm-hmm. to stay with their veteran. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, that's While nice. they're hospitalized. That's really, really nice. You also, some of the services you have there, and well, maybe you've cranked them up already. Maybe you haven't got stuff for caregivers, caregiving support. We have a large caregiver support program. We we had it at Claremont. We, we've kept it, um, and it's administered through our social work service. Okay, all right. So, and you also have support for homeless veterans. A lot of support for homeless veterans. In fact, we had our stand down, and uh, we actually have over 1,300 vouchers that we um, actually participate with all the the various nonprofits, city, counties, uh, for HUD-VASH vouchers. And we are working on opening our drop-in center uh, at the end of the month uh, here in Denver. Yeah. So we do a lot for homeless. And you do a lot for women veterans, too. We do. Women veterans are a uh, fastest-growing uh, segment of the population yeah. and have services. Uh, one of the new services we, we provide at Rocky Mountain Regional is uh, mammogram services. We've never had that, um, put a lot of that out in the community. So we have that. All of our facilities have uh, women-directed care. So the new facility then has um, gives you the space, gives you the uh, – ability to offer a lot of new services that you haven't had before, or maybe you've had them someplace else in the country, but we haven't had them in this particular region. Right. Uh, Pet scan is a a new service for us, mammograms. Um, We have some very specialized operating rooms, hybrid operating rooms that are just space age. Really? They're allowing us to do some non-invasive type of procedures that uh, get our patients out of the hospital quick, that are less invasive, that have quicker recovery times. The new hospital, I think, at least in my mind, that's the anchor for your uh, eastern region then. And uh, I, I think you're a teaching facility as well? Yes. Uh, University of Colorado is our medical uh, affiliate. We have 165 um Medical resident slots. 165 slots. Slots. And, and this is in addition to what CU is doing at its own hospital. You bet. And it's not only CU, but wow. we're, one of our missions is teaching. So we also have numerous uh, nursing programs that we affiliate with, uh, occupational therapy, physical therapy, audiology. Just it runs the whole gamut. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it is one of our main four missions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's something a lot of people didn't know, don't know, is that you are a teaching hospital. And, and I guess some of the people you teach probably come back and help in the system at some point, too. They do. It's, a, it's a, over 70% of the practicing physicians in this country have done a rotation through a VA. 70%? 70%, over 70%. Um, and so we do everything we can to make sure that They've had a good environment. They've had a good experience, and they'll come back and work for us. Well, that I mean, that's wonderful to know because a lot of a lot of the OGIs say, "Well, you know, those army doctors," but to know that that many, even their personal care f- physician at private hospitals, at one time or another, came through the VA system, spent some time there. They have. 
That'll knock that down in a hurry. <laughs> in a quick, quick hurry. Uh, Brandy, what other, what other areas are in your eastern region do you cover? I think Lamar and someplace else like that. So we cover everywhere from Burlington to Alamosa to Lamar to Golden. And then there's uh, Pueblo, Colorado Springs has a huge veteran presence, and we have a large clinic down there. You have a large clinic down there. Now, how does that fit in with the Air Force Academy and Fort Carson? I mean, that's – and you still have one there as well. So, well, they would handle active duty personnel then. Yes, sir. Okay. So the Air Force and Fort Carson treat their active duty. We treat the veterans that live down there. I mean, taken collectively, there's a lot of real good health care going on. There's great there. health care in Colorado. Heck, uh, it's, yes. Um, we use um, the Mission Act mm-hmm. uh, and the Choice Program. We have many, many community partners that, you know, if we can't get that care done for a veteran in a timely way, uh, we have over 150 um, agreements in our communities, whether it's in Alamosa, uh, Colorado Springs are here in Denver and Aurora uh, that will actually see our patients to make sure we get them done yeah. and done timely. And now does the 50-mile rule, I think, apply here too? If you don't have care within 50 miles, you can go to anybody you want to? So it was no. 40 miles was 40 the miles. choice okay. program. Yeah. Um, but there's been some changes with the Mission Act. Yeah. Um, previously it was 40 miles from any clinic. So it wasn't necessarily, um, let's say you lived in Pueblo, you needed to see a cardiologist. If you lived within 40 miles of the Pueblo clinic, um, even though that we don't have a cardiologist there, you um, either had to come up to Denver uh, based off of the wait time, or if there was some extenuating circumstances, we could still send you into the community. Yeah, yeah. Now, you were you were talking about in that in that range and something clicked in my head. Those other areas in which you have clinics, I guess if you don't have a service there but you have it at the new VA hospital here, you can. I guess I'm using the word referral, which is probably the wrong word to use, no. but you can transfer them or refer them to Denver. Then they could come to Denver and get that care taken care of. Correct. And if we don't have the capacity, we'll put them in the community where they live. Yeah. So yeah. it's. Um, Going back to the Air Force Academy, we've had a standing relationship with them mm-hmm. where we do uh, ambulatory surgery actually on the at the academy clinic. Yeah. So we have uh, uh, it's about twenty folks embedded in in the Air Force Academy mm-hmm. doing care for veterans. Sure, sure. The service is available at the new Rocky Mountain Regional VA Medical Center in Aurora, and how veterans can access them is our topic of this edition with Center Director Ms. Sally Honfelder and Center Public Affairs Officer Ms. Brandy Morrison. The center is conducting a town hall meeting on its services this Thursday evening, November 15th at 5 p.m. at the new hospital in Aurora. And they also have flu shots available for veterans before the meeting begins at 4.15. We will gain additional insight on the hospital on our next edition. I'm Adam Morgan. Do keep in touch. Stay on your game. And we thank you for sharing a few moments of your weekend with us.